Uh, with John Adderley, who joins us via Zoom. A very good morning to you, John. We start in Kosovo this morning, where a siege at a monastery has ended after a heavy gun battle. Good morning to you. Yes, Kosovan police have now taken control of this Serbian Orthodox monastery in the mainly Serb north of Kosovo. It had been seized by around 30 heavily armed men and police say they, they've killed three of the gunmen and arrested two. We're not quite sure what's happened to the others. We think they've got away. It all started with an attack near the cemetery by the same gang, an attack which saw a Kosovan policeman killed. Now, this gang barricaded themselves into the monastery compound, the monks and the pilgrims locked themselves into a dormitory for safety. There was a standoff with police, and then we had that exchange of gunfire. Now, police say they've seized large numbers of weapons, including hand grenades and machine guns. And this morning, we're seeing kind of a a blame game, really, for what's been going on here. Um, Kosovo's Prime Minister, Albin Kurti, accusing Serbia of backing a terrorist attack, and Serbia's President, Aleksandr Vucic, calling the shooting of a Kosovan police officer absolutely reprehensible. And, you know, tensions have been running high in North Kosovo for several months now, and it follows the forced installation of ethnic Albanian mayors in majority Serb towns. And last week, NATO's K4 peacekeeping force warned that the situation was unstable, and the European Union is calling for both sides to de-escalate tensions and to resume normalisation talks, which haven't taken place for some time now. So quite a lot of tensions once again in Kosovo. Wow. Uh, back to the UK, where the armed uh, forces, the soldiers might be asked to, in fact, have been asked to be on standby to yeah. stand in for police in London. Why? Yeah, well, it follows a murder charge against a London police officer. Now, he shot an unarmed man, 24-year-old Chris Cabber, last year. But he appeared in court last week charged with murder. So apart from anything else, it took a long time uh, to get to that charge and that court appearance. And it's led fellow police officers in London to be really rather twitchy about, you know, whether they might face something as serious as a murder charge for shooting someone, they would say, simply in the line of duty. And more than 100 police officers have turned in their permits, uh, which would allow them to carry firearms. And that's left the Metropolitan Police in London short on officers licensed to carry weapons. So armed soldiers are now being offered to support London police if needed. I mean, there's no sense that we're going to see soldiers out on the streets of London, but that could happen if a situation arises. And the Home Secretary, Sola Bradman, is now calling for a review into armed policing, she says that officers have to make split-second decisions under extraordinary pressures and that they have her backing. What the head of the Metropolitan Police, Sir Mark Rowley, is saying is that officers are concerned that they could face years of legal proceedings, even if they do things by the book. And he says the system has got to act much more swiftly rather than tying itself in knots, pursuing good officers. So, yeah, quite a debate here about police carrying firearms. Uh, rather, because when you think of uh, the armed mm-hmm. forces, they're not trained to deal with, I don't know, John and Africa being uh, unruly on some main street in London. Yeah. They, they, they are trained to deal with conflict, often uh, any conflict that places the security of the UK in danger, of course. That's right. I mean, there are some uh, similarities, of course, between the various scenarios. But, you know, what goes on in a conflict zone on the battlefield is much different from, say, 
a stressful siege situation, should we say that, uh, on the streets of London or a bit of disorder? Yeah, there are differences. I mean, it may well come to pass that, you know, armed soldiers don't need to be deployed at all. It would be quite extraordinary circumstances. But, you know, we do see shootings on the streets of London very, very regularly. And, yeah, this could cause this could cause problems. I'm sure soldiers would say they would act professionally. Um, but as you say, their training is going to be different uh, from yeah. that of police officers. Now, this excites me. The largest ever sample of an asteroid has uh, been brought back to Earth. It's so exciting, isn't it? Um, scientists are hoping that this is going to shed some new light on how the planets were formed and how life arose billions of years ago. I mean, the ultimate question. Um, this material was collected from the asteroid Benno by spacecraft Osiris-Rex. And this capsule containing samples of rock and dust, I think 125 grams worth, landed in the Utah desert. Um, you may have seen the pictures. It was the end of a seven-year mission. Recovery teams have got to the capsule, they're assessing its condition, and they're going to take it to clean rooms near Salt Lake City. They're going to take it apart there and then fly the samples to Houston to be studied. And other countries are going to be involved in this mammoth task too. They're going to send a quarter of this sample to a group of more than 200 people from 38 global institutions, including here in the UK. There's a team of very excited scientists at the University of Manchester, uh, another team at the Natural History Museum in London who are going to take part in this. And Queen guitarist uh, and astrophysicist Sir Brian May, he's a team member of Osiris Rex and he posted on Instagram saying, happy sample return day and congratulations to all who worked so incredibly hard on this mission. We may have to wait a couple of years We've waited this long, haven't we? So we could probably wait, afford to wait another couple of years to see whether they've uh, come up with some staggering conclusions about how life began. So exciting, though. John, thank you very much indeed. John Adderley uh, with the Monday edition of The Worldview this morning.